0: International Women's Day. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. It's the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pivus, and uh, an actually certified inspector and inspector like a girl. And for International uh, and a woman and International <laughs> Women's Day, I'd also like to introduce uh, Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. <laughs> he's gonna get it out in a minute. Right. <laughs> Bear with us.
2: I will tell you he's got well, I don't know. I know he got sticky tongue today.
0: Well I was just gonna really reel in a good joke oh. and then I lost it. I've lost done it. that before. Have you? Oh yeah. I just lost yeah. it. Anyway, yeah. You know, the good weather's here, it's it's crazy, people out mowing their grass and all that other stuff. And I know folks that are listening to the podcast that just heard me say that, who are listening in Wisconsin going, mowing your grass. Mowing your right. grass. What?
2: Yeah. And in Connecticut and all of those, you know, where they got all that snow that went right across California,
0: the top. Of yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: California. Oh, I
0: know. you It's under even, snow. Right. Well, look, folks, if you want to join the conversation with us this morning, send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. You know, I was one of those folks this weekend knocking down the weeds. With the, uh, with, the lawnmower. with the lawnmower, like the first shot, just I wasn't trying to get it pretty or anything. It was just like let's knock down all the purple weeds this week, you know, we and go after the
2: white weeds next week. Well, I I what? was late in getting my weeding feed out, so last night it's dark and I am I'm on the phone talking to a friend of mine <laughs> with my spreader going around putting the weeding feed out before it starts raining today. Because right. I wanted to get that and and let that kind of set in, but I got to tell you, I got up in it this weekend. I I I, I Women's Day, her her her. I set. Listen to this, Jeff. I set two ten foot posts in my backyard. Wow! Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Dug the holes, and then you know, for me, I move it about two feet, and then I set it down right. and rest.
1: <laughs> well, like you it. know, if you've never done that, think about this. It's it's a little more difficult than it sounds mm-hmm. because you not only have to you, you have to get that ten foot post in the hole in the hole. So, and you're only what five.
2: Five, two, and okay. three quarters so, when I was standing so it, up real so tall. So it's, <laughs>
1: it's twice your height.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm. We were we were setting up, I guess it was about a 20 foot pole in the country. And uh, we had to do some engineering to get that thing to get in the it ground. Up there. Yeah. 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 How well, they build
2: the pyramids is what I want to know. Oh, I know. How in the world, because that four by four, 10 foot post is to have these. Well, yeah. I was going to ask
0: you, Pam, it's like, first of all, how did now? This is going to be the big tell-all right here. Mm-hmm. There had to be holes for these poles, right, to yes. go into the ground. Yeah, I got
2: my post hole digger.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. See,
2: did, did so you, you call? Have a post did hole you digger. call
1: eight one one?
2: No, because it's in my backyard. and I know there's nothing back there.
1: <laughs> famous. <laughs> see, this is what happened famous, uh, famous last words.
2: Well, I've lived there for years. I know, years. I've I know there's nothing back there. I know there's nothing back there. So, so well, there so, used to be a swimming pool back there.
0: You used a post hole digger. Was this in a mechanized post hole no, digger. No, it
2: was it was a, it, it was, was a manual. Sh- shoulder length, shoulder strength. Like, okay,
0: yeah. So yeah. two 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 poles and one of those grabber mm-hmm. thingies.
2: Okay. And what I do, you know, in all fairness, ladies, um, I I dig a little bit at a time, and then I go down and I I, I stop and I sit my beverage, right, <laughs> and I meditate.
0: Do you have and any? And then I go back and dig
2: a little bit longer.
0: <laughs> do you have any help for uh, digging this kind of thing?
2: No, it's me. I okay. did it all by myself. Well, I mean, any
0: hits, any, any helpers?
2: Oh, oh, you mean tips, tips. on how to yeah. do it. Yes, you do it a little bit at a time. Don't be in a hurry. That's my thing. I do, mm. I dug the holes, uh-huh. and then I sat back. And what I've done is I have my quick Crete. You know, that stuff is, you talk about heavy. Well, you get 50-pound
1: and 80-pound bags.
2: Oh, man, I can't pick right. it up. It's just too. It's too much for me. Well,
1: wasn't it Felder that told us to make sure we keep our shovels and stuff sharp?
2: Sharp, yes, yes. yeah. Keep it sharp.
0: that
1: would make a big difference.
2: That makes a big difference. So another tip, if you're going to
0: dig holes, is if you're going to dig a hole, the day before you dig that hole, go out and 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 get your garden hose and wet the ground and wet the ground Mm -hmm. real good. Because let me tell you, if you're trying to dig into dry soil
2: well that's it's, the reason I do my digging in the spring <laughs>
1: right <laughs> now, speaking of that i've I've always and I think it makes a stronger uh bond it once you put your your bag creed in there um do not wet it yeah just, just let leave it, set. it mm-hmm. yeah just leave it mm-hmm. alone there's enough moisture in the ground, and the drier your concrete mix is the stronger it is
2: right and remember
0: it's not a water solution it's a chemical yes right
2: and so i got those up and i have one of those corner level things that you can put on the post to get it Mm -hmm. all leveled up and then i took some um how would you say this i took some stakes that were about four feet long Mm -hmm. and i screwed them in on two sides Yep. not opposite sides right the sides and then i got it straight and then i pushed those down into the ground to hold it right so that it it's straight up and down now
1: what are we doing with these 10 foot posts in the ground
2: well you know i had a patio poured last year i pulled i, I just ripped out my rotten deck okay. and had a guy come in and put concrete in and my umbrella was uh it's it's lived a useful life. I've had it for like 15 years. So we're going to hang
1: a tarp off of this So I So
2: I decided that I wanted to get one of those sails. Yep. So I've got okay. two. That's what I did at my house. Yes, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. And it's, it really gives a really nice. Now, what I did when I ordered it, mm. the first one I got, I, I hit the wrong button. And when it came in, it was this really <laughs> like... Right, pink. And I was like, no, rock, no, 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 right. no, 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 no. So I sent that one back and got the one that is now, the color of the sky. <laughs>
1: this is what everybody's wondering. Okay. How deep did you drill the holes?
2: How, d- how deep did my holes go? 18 inches.
1: Okay. Okay. And no further. I knew. I knew everybody was wondering.
2: Yeah. Okay. 18 inches down. And then what I do, and let me kind of mention my quick creek trick. Okay is I have a one of these um and I've got a container in my shop, and when I get my quick crete, I back my uh Polaris right up to that container and I break that quick crete and I put it all down in one container and then I have my little buckets and I shovel it out when I need it it's covered I've got it contained, sure. and I shovel it out into tiny little buckets. <laughs> And then I put that in my little wagon and See, take that, that to the hole. That hold. seems
1: so complicated because I'm going to take the bag. I'm going to throw it on the ground. I'm going to take my shovel. I'm coming on top of the bag, and then I'm wasting bag bagcrete yeah. everywhere. Yeah,
2: then you got quickcrete everywhere. Right. right. Yeah. And
1: then I'm shoving it in the hole. Uh huh. But I'm doing it in like 30 seconds.
2: Yeah. And you're but you're buying it as you go. I'm buying yeah. like five or six bags at one time, and then just keeping it in the shop. Mm. And storing it. It. I'm storing it because you're
1: hoarding concrete. I'm
2: hoarding concrete because it's so heavy. I can't. I can't pick that up. Okay, it's hang just, on. that's part of Women's Day. You know, we can only do what we can do. Right.
0: We're going to get to more Women's Day stuff, but first we're going to talk to Nick in Hattiesburg, uh, who's been waiting for just a minute. Oh, thanks what's for calling, going Nick. On, Nick?
2: <laughs> yeah, we need to move on from the post. Right. What's up, Nick?
3: Thank you so much for having me on your show. I had a question um, about tile. Uh, my wife and I are not so happy with the tile that we uh, that came with the house that we purchased in our kitchen. Um, but we don't want to spend the money to replace other tile or flooring or something like that. That's just a ton of ton of dough. Um, my wife had the idea of painting the tile. Um, and I'm just curious to know if you had any experience with that. You yes. know, if it holds up uh, and then any kind of recommendations for that.
0: Yeah. Um, I have seen and worked with painted tile before I had a home that was built. Uh, this is when I was in Virginia. had a home that was built in the 60s and had been, uh, I, I don't even want to say modernized. Someone painted it. Um, but Floor, floor tile. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was, uh, no, this was, this was on a backsplash in a kitchen okay and and it looked great when i saw it i realized nick after about a month of being there it was just paint uh now, and 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 any uh, tile with uh with a, say like a gloss kind of surface if it's got that kind of surface on it at all uh it, you know kind of glossy or anything paint was just scratch right off
1: but, yeah yeah, yeah then, and there's nick, almost are you nothing talking you can floor do. tile Yes,
0: sir. On mm. the floor. Oh, on the floor. Yeah, yeah. that's,
1: you know, mm. the, the, I've never done it, never, never seen it, but in my mind, the money that it would cost to get a paint on that that would actually hold up to foot traffic. You're you're going to be cheaper to rip it out and, and and redo it because it's going to have to be some kind of epoxy, and then is it going to mm-hmm. stick to the glaze on that ceramic?
2: Like a bonding agent. What type of foundation have you got, Nick? It's a concrete slab. Concrete slab, yeah. You know, oh, I just pull it. I would pull it up. I would, and you can rent those machines. That's right. And knock it up, and then instead of coming back with a tile, you could do what's it called, Jeff? Uh, you, what's could that do, you could
1: do LVP, luxury, LVP. luxury mm-hmm. v- vinyl plank. You could. Well, I mean, your options are wide open.
0: And Nick, so. um, I, I will say this: I've not heard anyone mention it on the show before, but. I see it when I'm in the 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 big stores and stuff, and it's not a premium edition, but don't ignore the linoleum aisle or yeah, what we call absolutely. it because that stuff some, looks really good some, some these days. Vinyl, sure, compare compared to what I remember in the early '70s of what that used to look like uh sheet vinyl now can actually look okay.
1: And, and Hey, man, if you do it yourself. It's quite cheap. You know, if you do it yourself, you're not you're not going to spend a lot of money. Mm-mm. Mike, uh, wait,
2: I'm wondering if they could come in with a leveling agent and just go over the tile and then put that over well, the tile.
1: Yeah, see, there there lies another problem because your chances are your dishwasher is now not going to come out because you've trapped it. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the um, tile. into Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got you. Uh, no, no. You just take no. it out. Do it right. You know, we can – you can skirt around everything, but it, at the end of the day, right. you need to do it like we would do it if it was new construction. Hey, Nick, another yeah. thing,
0: if you're not trying to spend money, they sell – uh a rolling it's it's large it's like a it's like an area rug like a five by seven but it's vinyl and you can get them with patterns and stuff on them it's oh yeah on i've Amazon. got that in my
2: kitchen yeah, yeah. and
0: yeah. That, that you know if you just want to look down and not see that tile there's there's an option
2: yeah, I would really look at taking the tile up if you're not if you don't yeah, like it, and you can rent these awesome little machines that vibrate that go under that tile and yeah, break it up. Yeah. It's and, a and messy job, but you get And your slab you
1: on grade, so yeah, get you some safety glasses and gloves and some five-gallon buckets and get after it
2: yeah just think about somebody you're really mad at that's what i do when i'm doing destruction <laughs> and then i just oh that makes me so mad and it's then not I just,
0: that hard i mean if someone yeah. told you to do it you can come up with that anger yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. she yeah. just well, thinks about me what kind of things right. i Keshe say and, oh! and yeah. right.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right nick we appreciate it man
3: Thank y'all. I appreciate
0: it. Thanks. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHI certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks. And you can join the conversation this morning. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I wanted to mention a couple of things today that, that have come up. I was reading an article the other day. Uh, Jeff, this is just amazing to me. And it it talks about something that we've mentioned several so several times on the show. Now this came from the Canadian uh Better Business Bureau. But they were talking about the the biggest scams going on in the world in 2022 with your money. Okay, and, we guess. Yeah, <laughs> well, and and you know, and there 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 are things that that you hear every day, cryptocurrency, uh advance free loan, uh Employment scams, online purchases, huge scams. The biggest scam they're saying in Canada in 2022 was home improvement scams. Wow. And this was, here's mm-hmm. here's what the person brought up. And I wanted to make sure that this was clear because we have this right here in good old Mississippi. Home improvement scams are usually perpetrated by door-to-door solicitors who approach homeowners and convince and charm them to let them... Uh, Work with your home. Oh, yeah. So so the thing they said was, if someone approaches your home to do repairs, now this happens a lot, especially during storms. There'll be people everywhere. Uh, but if someone approaches you to do work, that doesn't mean that that's a bad contractor, not the wrong thing. What it does mean is that you really need to do your due diligence, run them through, make sure that they're licensed, uh, insured, the whole nine yards, msboc u.s mississippi state board of contractors dot u.s that's a good place to check and see if they're licensed so so but really if uh it's one of the things they say this should throw your red flag not a red flag to stop but a red flag to check at least if someone comes to your door to solicit work like that mm-hmm. um so so but that doesn't mean everything kid came to my door the other day trying to mow my lawn Here's some money. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> so. Thank you so much for the right, offer. <laughs>
0: right. So, um, okay, I got real quick. I got a uh, an email from uh, Pam. I want you to know, Jeff. Pam has been eloping, or uh, uh, I've been, I've been,
2: uh, do I've been like getting on other shows. Yeah. What? Yeah. So she, yeah. I know it. That's why I sat in your chair the other day. She
0: did. So, uh, so Pam apparently snuck in on the Money talk show, and. Uh, <laughs> Right to talk about money. Not
2: to talk about money. Let's right, make right. that very, very clear. You do not want to talk to me about money.
0: So anyway, uh, but but she was talking about uh, things that one can do to to save money around the home, that sort of thing. And uh, got an email regarding that show that happened yesterday. It said, "Do you have any tips for finding a house inspector? My house is about eighteen years old. There are a few obvious things that we have repaired, but I'm sure there are things we don't think about. I heard Pam on." another show dun, 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 dun. this morning talking about routine inspections and it sounded like great advice thanks laura and biloxi uh so when i if i wanted to look for an inspector and i don't say inspect it like a girl but if i wanted <laughs> it to, is women's day right come on if 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 i were to want to look for an inspector in my local market where is really the best place for me to look pam
2: I would go online and look for reviews from other people who've used inspectors.
0: Well, is there a a place that like, you know, inspectors.com or something where I can find inspectors?
2: There are associations, but I, w- I wouldn't necessarily do that because you're not going to get reviews. You may get their credentials, right. but you don't get their reviews on how they work with clients. And you you just want to – and, I mean, we're in this age, folks. You're not going to buy anything without looking at the reviews on it. Right, but you're let's gonna, say – So go to Google or go to Next Door,
0: Right, but if I go to Google – and I, I I Google home inspectors, mm-hmm. and 30 names come up. Right. I don't know if any of those people are – I'm not talking about good or not good. I mean, I don't even know if they're trained or not. So so how do I know this is a, a real thing? How do I know someone is, say, certified or – or? Well, or you would
2: look at most most home inspectors are going to have a website – And Mississippi, Uh in in the state of Mississippi, I can't speak to other states, but in the state of Mississippi, you have to put your licensure number on there, and I add all of our credentials. Like, my inspectors all have contractor's license. Right. We're all ICC certified. So you can look at those type of credentials, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you something. Just because you got credentials doesn't mean you're a good inspector.
0: Well, I'm just trying to go against the person who says, yep, your house looks great. Give me $400. Exactly. Yep.
2: So that's why you want to look at people get and get reviews from people who have used the inspector. In other words, the homeowner or the home seller.
0: Right. And, and Jeff, what is you say their
2: experience
0: your, with it? Your favorite thing to say is check the very last
1: contract they were working on. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why is well, that, where, where, where did you work yesterday?
2: Right. Well, we can't necessarily do that. There's some confidentiality, confidentiality things right, right. that we have to deal with. Our ashy standards are, you know, say that we can't – like I can't tell you uh, if, if you wanted to buy a house that mm-hmm. I did an inspection on a couple of weeks ago and the deal fell through for whatever reason, and you call me and say, you did an inspection on that house, I can't talk about what oh, I found because yeah, yeah. I don't own the information. Right. That's not mine to – it's like giving you the car keys to yeah. somebody I, right. you know, sure. I, I can't Jeff, do that. Yeah, but,
1: but, Jeff, Jeff your I, point. I get that. I get that.
2: So what you want to do is – and, and I'm telling you, the best thing you can do is go online and look and get verified reviews of people who have but, used that right. inspector.
1: But you could say, yes, I just did an inspection for Jeff Colley. Right. You could say that.
2: Well, if you gave me permission to do that. Okay. But I'm gonna you. I'm gonna be honest with you, people. Mm-hmm. I go to the grocery store, folks, and I'm I'm a, a little recognizable, and people will walk up to me and go, "You did my home inspection six months ago," and I'm like, "If you say I did,
1: right?" <laughs> well, true. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm doing, I mean, I've done, in the 20 years I've been inspecting, so giving out that information, I think it would be a little bit different from an inspector's perspective. You're working with, and bi- how many houses a year do you build?
1: Yeah, we're probably doing 20, 25-ish. Okay, ish.
2: and I'm doing five to 600 inspections. Right. So you're going to ask me.
1: <laughs> sure.
2: I give you some information, and let me just say this. And I'm I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying it, but I stay in trouble. You want to talk to a client and not an agent.
0: What's a, what? What do you mean by that?
2: Well, you want to talk to the client who used your services and not necessarily a oh, real estate agent. A real estate agent yeah. that's mad at you because the deal didn't go through.
0: Right. All right. All right. Okay.
2: Now, you can go to the American Society of Home Inspectors and look at licensure. And you can also go to the state of Mississippi. You can go to the Mississippi Mm. Real Estate Commission website and see all the – but all that does is tell you the number of when they were licensed. Now, another thing that I would like to do, you can also – the Mississippi Real Estate Commission, unfortunately, (laughs) is the governing board over home inspectors. Mm. And you can file claims, or if you've got a, if you have a complaint against an inspector, you can file. There is a, 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 way that you can kind of work through that process. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have complaints, you, it's MREC.gov, I think Mississippi Real Estate Commission. Mm-hmm. Dot gov. And it will give you – you've got – I think the appraiser's board is now outside of the Real Estate Commission. They're getting ready to have their own board. So that's being pulled out. So now you're just going to have home inspectors and realtors, and we just – you know, we love each other so much. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to have a big party for all of us to come together. (laughs) (laughs) And they're going to poison my drink. I just know they are. Um, so I'm, I'm going to bring my own beverage mm. whenever right. I go to that party.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? Let's go. I've got a, uh, an email here that just came in. It says, please give me advice. A part of my front yard is sinking. I moved into the house in December 2012. I noticed that one area of the yard was lower, and I did some dirt fill. Uh, this helped for a while, but it continues to sink. Who do I call to tell me what's mm. going on? I called for utilities to mark what services are in that area. The only thing marked was electrical and Comcast, no water or sewer or gas. Give me some suggestions. Thanks, Abby.
1: Thoughts? Well, the water is not going to be marked, sewer is not going to be marked, yeah, sewer. but gas will. Yeah, there's a tracer wire on gas, which means that may just not have been um, in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it probably was. Meaning under that um,
0: sinking area,
2: man. Well, if you go I, to find your water line and your because usually your supply and your sewer are in the same place.
1: Yeah, well,
2: yeah, relatively it could speaking, be. Mm-hmm. sure. You want to go to the wherever your meter is in your front yard. If it's anywhere near that. Then I would call a plumber and let them scope your lines. All right.
1: Yeah, because she may have a leak. Yeah. That's what it's. Would that it's would that explain the losing sure. the soil? Sure. Oh gosh,
2: yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Collapsing. Listen, Jackson is not immune. I mean, we we know all about collapsing sewer lines yeah. and water lines. And think about and this. I was driving down Fortification the other day. Do not go fast. <laughs> <laughs> and they totally rebuilt that street. Right. And now there's this enormous dip. You can get airborne if you're going over 40 miles an hour. Hmm. And I'm just like, well, there's another line that's collapsed underneath the street.
0: All right. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein. he with Pam Pampibus, ASHI certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or MPB public media app all right so uh i was looking at this email that came in and it was based on our broadcast saturday morning someone heard broadcast saturday morning said at almost 70 and one total hip replacement i try to stay away from ladders as much as possible to keep my gutters clean i removed the leaf guard material which worked kind of But uh, one day, you'll need to really clean your gutters, and the wire leaf guards I had on there were a big pain to remove and replace, and you need to be on a ladder. I modified my Ego leaf blower by adding a seven-foot thin-wall PVC pipe. Hmm. I think it was uh, four inches that fit on the end of the ego blower without its attachment. I connected the blower and PVC with an inexpensive union coupling and added a flexible aluminum vent on the other end and bent it around 180 degrees. So now I lean the upper portion with the bent vent aiming into the gutter and simply walk along blowing all the mess out of my gutters. I do this before expected heavy rains or when I'm doing other yard work. Note, wear a big hat some eye protection i was gonna say <laughs> that sounds all the, messy all the stuff flows out and can end up on you i blow it uh down the spouts to watch it see how it comes out works for me peace sam yeah kudos great idea. to you
2: sam for staying on top of the home maintenance stuff that's yeah, awesome that's right yeah
0: well yeah. and it's really the pile up of the leaves that really get you in the that's end right. like, like if you come to your, I, my house i had a house in probably 2005 it's not my current house, but I remember going up to it, and I hadn't cleaned the gutters in, in a couple of years.
2: Uh-oh. Right? Row, row.
0: Well, there were trees growing out of yeah. the gutters. huh Yeah. Yeah, that's and never And I, I didn't know that could happen. Well, apparently, after the leaves built up long enough and they all mulch. the junk, and yeah. yeah, they mulch. They mulch. Yeah. So, mm. anyway, um, something to think about doing. But that's pretty cool. I could think of doing that myself with your-, your
1: Salute uh, to Steve for the ingenuity. He went and got the PCV pipe and connected it to his- his blower. Well you know what? <laughs> he was he was thinking. He was well, thinking. it's still no matter what he
0: spent on that, it's still not as much as falling off a ladder. No. So well,
1: And d- didn't he say he was seventy? Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. a hip replacement. With right. a hip replacement. yeah, right. you don't want to be coming off well, a ladder. Well he's got a like
1: new that. hip now though. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. if he were to fall, mm-hmm. fall he'd just mount hip it'd yeah. be okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm just
2: well I'm just get a match man. set just fall on the other side oh god
0: <laughs> right <laughs> um, you know what uh, uh, Java put this together today and I just love it of course we mentioned earlier it's International Women's Day and uh, the theme for this year is Embrace hmm. Equity uh, uh, so today we highlighted all the women who are putting on the hard hats and drawing up blueprints in the trades and construction industry, just like our own Pam Pippus, uh who not only inspects the houses, but owns the company. And a few stats. This is cool. According to the National Association of Women in Construction, believe it or not, there's a name for that, N-A-W-I-C, hmm. NAWIC, women currently make up about 9%, only 9%, of the construction industry workforce in the U.S., according to Bureau of Labor Statistics, as of 2020, women make up 10.3 percent of workers in construction and extraction occupations, which include carpenters, electricians, plumbers, and construction laborers. But women uh, make up a larger share of workers in some very specific construction occupations, such as painters, paper hangers. Yep. Which they can have both Mm -hmm. of them, Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, and building inspectors, construction and building inspectors. That's where. Twenty one point six percent of of the women that are in the trades are in those three trades: are, are uh, painters, paper hangers, and twenty. I can't believe there's still such thing as paper hangers in the world.
1: Oh, uh, we're doing, it's kind of making a doing, comeback. Yeah, no, we're doing wallpaper right now, mm-hmm. and and I agree with that. There's some surveys I don't agree with that. When I do, yeah, based on real life, um, I know I worked with one
0: of your employees y- back in the y- day.
1: Was. At least half of our painters are females. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. oriented. Well, and, and they make great painters because their hands are, are typically smaller. They're uh, a lot more steady than we are. They can, uh, a, a female makes a great welder. And and a a good painter mm-hmm. for the simple fact that their hands are, are I think more steady than, than the male. Wow, that's amazing. And that's
0: interesting that it showed up in the stats here. You know, yeah. that that's where that, that was sure. where something was drawn. And
1: too, you know, it's not there's not heavy lifting, there's you know, it's it's it fits.
0: Well if if, if any of you remember uh Uh, Allison Walker was our, uh, mechanic Mechanic. for a while on the show. Yeah. And if you didn't know this, the reason why she came to the show really initially, she was a master painter.
1: I, I remember that. Yeah. That's right.
0: And so, so yeah, she painted the inside of home. She was a master painter. Wow. Um, So, yeah, that's where she made her money before. And
2: and let me make a clarification, too, because this has kind of been a mission of mine is to bring more women into the home inspecting industry. When you say building inspector, that's normally that's not what I do. It, right. it can sound a little confusing. That's more of a municipal inspector mm-hmm. who works for a town to inspect the building process or go right. in. And what we're, what I'm trying to do is bring more women into the home inspecting part of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, a cool day either way, and and it's uh, it's neat to know that there is a, at least a two-digit percentage out there of where women work in the trades.
2: Yeah, I think we're starting to see more and more. And it, it really has to do with young girls, just they don't think about it. You know, it's not something that is in their in their arena of what they think about. I just finished reading this awesome book called Lessons in Chemistry. And it is a novel about a woman chemist in the 50s huh. and what she was up against in um, trying to break into to, to be a chemist. And I would love to know what those statistics are now because she kind of broke the barrier. It was based well, on a true story.
1: You know, it's it's funny. When, when, when I was growing up, uh, your mother didn't work outside the home. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, my mother got a job and it was like, I mean, it was almost taboo that, man, what you, you're... Your mother, she works someplace outside? What? What <laughs> right. are you talking about? You know, and now if you don't work, it's, oh, you mean your mother doesn't work? <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Well, what'd she yeah. do?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's We're looking more and more at careers, and I've got to give you some history here. I think I told you this once, talking about moms getting jobs. My mother worked at MPB.
1: Oh, really? I've heard it, did, yes. Yeah, she took oh, a wow. job
2: up here or whenever. After I got into college, she started working wow. over here. It drove my dad crazy. <laughs>
1: well, it, it, mine too.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, <laughs> all right, Dave is on the line. Let's go to him. He's in Mobile. What's going on, Dave?
3: Well, I've got two things for you guys this morning. Yes, sir. Uh, first uh, comment about the gentleman you just mentioned uh, creating the gutter blower with his ego. Uh, yes uh blower yes sir uh that's a great idea but now to having bang his head into the wall ego makes a fantastic uh attachment for their blowers Well, there you go uh, it's really that's an, it's an extension multiple uh links and in the end you have a uh, a u-shaped connection that you put on the end and just you know, uh, it's rigid. You run it down the gutter. You can change the angle that it blows. It's really, uh, you know, a great idea.
1: Oh my gosh, that's well, fantastic! There you go. I, I really think Sam though enjoyed building <laughs> Yeah, he did. That. Right. He did. I that's, really think it, Sam's uh,
2: feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, and then Dave just blew him right he, out of the water. Sam the probably thing.
1: knew there was <laughs> yeah. something. He said, "Uh, uh-uh, yeah. uh, uh-uh. <laughs> not doing that." Uh-uh,
0: right. And then no. Sam went out and bought a can of Krylon and painted it black and made it look
3: cool. <laughs> right.
2: <Yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. But but now my my real reason for calling uh and this is gonna be a rude Goldberg uh, situation. Go for it. I have a section of you know the typical privacy fence, uh you know, four by four post, uh stringers and then the boards. Yeah. And uh one section, the uh top uh stringer Water accumulates behind and has rotted out the top uh, you know, portion of a number of the boards. Okay, I am in the process, you know, I've torn it all apart and I'm going to put up new stringers and new boards. But uh, I have in the garage uh, a partial roll. Uh, you're familiar with Ice and Shield or the weather beer product that you use now underlaying on. Uh, roofing? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I am toying with cutting strips and, you know, peeling off the backing and laying that, um, and shield along the stringers. And then when I put the fence boards down screwing them down and you know i've got a uh, uh a gasket or a seal that is that ice and shield between the stringer and uh the fence board uh, is that going to work
2: i think you know i mean i don't <laughs> think it's a bad idea I, we had a caller calling you know, one time about putting when they put the stringer up instead of putting them in horizontal they put them in vertical and I loved that idea. What
1: What wood are you using? What species?
3: Uh, I'm using, uh, uh, well, Home Depot's weather beater pressure treated. Pressure treated yeah, pine, uh, probably.
1: Yeah. yeah. I would. I would get away from the pressure treated pine if it were me, and uh, go to what? Uh, cypress. Cypress. He's going to uh,
2: yeah. put cypress. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, and I'm, a, you know,
1: and a lot of subdivisions will not even accept. Pine. Pressure treated pine. Yeah, pine. Yeah,
2: pine. yeah. But you know, I think well, your idea, if you're going to use that pine, yeah, if you've already hurt. got the pine. Another sure. thing you could do, Dave, is you can go ahead and treat it. Um, I, I do that now with all my, anytime I'm like, I've rebuilt my deck, I've had to put some fence stuff up is I lay those boards out, let them dry out about a week. And then I paint them on all six sides.
1: Yeah, that's, that's probably doing more good than anything else.
2: Yeah. And you could use the isonine It might not be very pretty whenever you do that, but if well, you I'm,
1: were to. I'm painting.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Can you paint isonine?
1: Uh, well, it's going to oh, be behind. No. The, it's going to be behind the board anyway, man. Right.
2: Yeah, between. No, them.
1: it's Not going to be visible. Oh, right, okay.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, he'll
1: cut it smaller than the two by.
2: I put it on the top of my. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. I put it on the framing on my deck. So that's and you, right. And you can't see. It's not it. going to hurt. Dave. Yeah, it's not going to hurt. So, um, I like the I idea think. of using the sealed attachments. That's a really good idea. So where it's whenever you <clears> screw those boards in, it's sealing on probably on both sides of that screw.
3: Right. right well I also uh, when I had our deck built oh it's been 15 years ago the contractors uh, you know when you came to uh, a junction you know on a 90 degree they put the uh, caps on across at 45 degree angles so water ran you know, through the joint Mm -hmm. and rotted out,
2: Mm -hmm. you know, the
3: center of a portion of the post. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, that's why I was saying if you put those stringers up at the vertical, so you're looking at the, well, it's a two by four, it's really three and a half. You're looking at the four instead of the two whenever you're staring at the fence. Does that make sense?
3: No. Well, when you're (laughs) struck... The, the, the stringers I'm talking about are the 2 by 4s that are uh, horizontal. horizontal parallel right. to That's the That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. When yeah. you
2: put it up horizontal, instead of putting it up to where the 4-inch is sitting there so the water can sit on the side of it, turn it up and put your stringer on um, so that the 4-inch hor- the side, you're looking at the 4-inch side instead of the 2-inch side. I got gotcha. you. So you don't uh, have as much, there's not as no, enough. There's not as much um, area for the sure, water for sure. to sit on, right?
3: No, no, that's why it's uh, uh, you know constructed uh, now, but still at the joint. Uh, so I was. You know, looking at uh, doing a, a barrier to seal that off, right? But then I'll be I'll be eighty in October, so maybe worrying about that uh, at my
1: age uh, is pointless.
2: That you know that that's <laughs> yes, I'm going to agree with you, Dave. I'm yeah. not.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. I'm not going to agree with you, Dave. <laughs> Just because you're eighty, what's that mean? Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> means uh, you're
1: eighty. That's all that means.
2: is going to outlive him.
1: Uh, oh boy. Well, you hope. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to leave on that. I don't
2: right, blame yeah. you. Dave, <laughs> yeah. I would too. I may yeah. leave with you. Hey, listen, you just have fun doing it, man. That's yeah. I think that's awesome. My uncle is 80. He's We've 82. Beat up on him My daddy's 82, man, right. and he's building stairs to attics. So Dave, have at it. Nice. You're doing great, man. Yeah. Hang in there. Go for it.
0: All right. Uh, before we go to our last break, I got to talk to Chico real quick. He's on the square in Pinotoc. What's going on, Chico?
3: Hey, y'all, before you tell me to turn down my music, I'm on the square in Pontotoc, and they have public loudspeakers that pump jams constantly. Really? Okay. Oh, wow, they nice. really
0: rock it. Okay. Nurse, wait yes. Go in, Pontotoc. Wait and hear what you think is a jam. <laughs> but go ahead.
3: It's a little bit connected to what I'm calling about. It reminds me of when Ronzo was still with us and living in Oxford. He had his house wired so as to whatever room he walked into, when he flipped on the lights... What he was listening to also came on in the speaker
1: network.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, no, okay. cool. okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah the precursor yeah. to it's a big, smart big, house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So,
3: anyway, I think it was Dave just now that mentioned Rube Goldberg. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, I just want to say thank you today for mentioning Rube Goldberg, and I think that would make a great show topic in the future, Rube Goldberg Ways of Home Fixing.
0: Okay, all right, I hear you. Those who don't know, Google. All right, <laughs> thank you, Chico, appreciate it. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, Ashy Certified Inspector and Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks. And uh, here's an email, guys. Hey, we've been remodeling a kitchen, and we removed an old vent hood. Uh So now the chimney vent thing on our metal roof is basically open to the sky. Uh, I need to remove it and cover the hole, I think. What's the best way to go about that? Thanks, Stephen.
2: Well, what happened to the vent? I mean, did you just... I,
0: I don't know if they maybe <laughs> moved it. Yeah, or... let's
1: assume they moved, it was over the... Cooking surface microwave, so they're updating to something
2: else. Would they cut else? another hole in the room Or maybe they went to a like a vent? microwave
0: vent hood that
1: doesn't Gotta have vent. Ho- not. Yeah.
2: Please, please, um, please do well, not say that we, they did that. We don't
1: vent our we don't vent, our vent hoods. Right. I mean, we do vent our vent hoods. We don't vent our microwaves. No, no. So, it, it, what it sounds like they did, let's assume they got rid of the vent of hood microwave. That way, they don't need that vent anymore. Okay. Right. right.
2: Well, let's just go on that because they want to know how to plug the well, hole. Well,
1: true, because another vent hood is going to yeah, go Yeah, you got to
2: put another vent hood so, in there, yeah. so where is it exhausting? But
1: anyway, let's assume they're moving the whole kitchen or whatever. Ideally, if you had a piece of that metal, it needs to be the exact same metal that you had. Mm-hmm. Cut, a, cut a section bigger than the hole. And put some sealant down and then put that piece over that hole. So a patch. Yeah, a patch. Or just will.
2: leave it. There shouldn't be water getting into it. Yeah,
1: if the cap is still there. If the cap's
2: good, then just leave the that's cap. That's a better
1: idea. Just, just leave the cap. Do, do nothing. But he said it was open. Huh. He said it was open to the sky.
2: No, he said uh. it was open to the attic.
0: Oh. No, wait. No? I have it right here. I yeah. can read it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, t- that was the old one. All right. The chimney vent thing on our metal roof is basically open to the sky.
2: Oh. I won. Wonder right. why. I don't
0: know.
1: <laughs> well, but, because they took the pipe out. Right. But Jeff. But uh, that they, wouldn't
2: have covered the cap. I would just put a, I would put a roof cap on it. I that. would
1: too. Yep. I yeah. mean, instead that's, of trying to a, find the a, metal, a just
2: put a, a, a roof that's cap right. on there that's designed for a metal roof.
1: Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. So I
2: win the answer. He won the yeah, question. Th- that's
1: right. <laughs>
2: it's a I draw. Won the,
1: I won the battle. You won the war. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow.
2: Well, that was harder than it had to be. I know it, it, sure was. Was. <laughs> it was.
1: You know, we're I trying to make it so way, I know. way complicated. It was so
2: complicated. Just put a cap on there. Right. Well, I
0: mentioned before, or at the very beginning of the show, that I was going to mention the differences in drills. You hear this term all the time, and if you go to the home story, to the home store, you'll find there'll be a, a, a thing, a package of what looks like two drills that look very similar to each other Mm -hmm. but they're actually they have uh, different specific types what they're supposed to do so you have your basic power drill which is basic type of drill suitable for like most household stuff diy projects they are used for drilling holes driving screws uh the clutch can be adjusted uh to the drill depth so so it's just pretty much a a standard tool it's not necessarily a super powerful tool it's, it's to do most jobs.
2: Well, isn't that what you're going to use to drill a hole? Yes. Yeah.
0: So, okay, then you go to a hammer drill. A lot of folks might have heard of this. This is pretty specific. It's a powerful tool that combines the functionality of two separate hand tools, a hammer and a drill. It literally is to do that kind of thing. So if you're going into concrete, uh, brick, all kinds of things, they like to use those Okay, hammers.
2: and ladies, if you're going to use one of these... I'm going to tell you, be careful, because I have done some damage to my wrist.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because
2: they'll hit hit that hard surface and spin you around.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, then you have the rotary hammer drill, known for their ability to pound dense solids like stone, concrete, bricks, and masonry. But that thing, like you said, if you're holding that drill... Um, it it can pull your wrist if it gets stuck if it gets hung on something in there it can pull pretty good it can
2: pull pretty hard so I had one I was trying to go down into a slab and I I was holding it between my knees and had my wrist on it and that son of a gun threw me across yeah. the room <laughs> that's when Pammy decided she wasn't going to play with that anymore
0: right so there's a couple of different kind of drills out there to look for and they're Be not all very, for the same very thing. careful. All right, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Jay White. And for uh, Pam Pivas and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Jay's going to come in the big room now and do everyday tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.